podcast. My name is Noah. And my name is Gavin. And we're the Blanchard Brothers, back with you to reveal uh, what happened with our little Oscar predictions from a couple weeks back. So, uh, without further ado, let's get right into it. Yeah, let's go let's for it. waste no time, because I only have 2% left on my phone. Go for it. Okay, if, I, if, if the categories match up the same way that we put this down, we should be starting with international feature, is that correct? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, the, that went to Drive My Car, which I believe... We both had. Okay. Uh, live action short film you had? Long Goodbye. I had? Long Goodbye. And that is the winner. Okay. Tied at the moment. Best animated short film you picked? Well, you're going to ask me to read my writing. Robin? Robin Robin? Yes. And I picked? Whispered... Whisk... Something. Perhaps the windshield wiper? Sure. Well, good, because that's what won. Oh, goddammit. And Noah pulls ahead. Okay, animated feature went to Encanto. I got that. You did not. And we're even again. And we're square. Okay, best documentary short subject. You had? Audible. And I had the Queen of Basketball, the winner. Queen of Basketball? That that was the winner. Oh, okay. So that's another one for me. Best documentary feature. Summer of Soul. That is correct, sir. Still hit by one. Okay. Best Dude. achievement in vi- did you did you watch by the way? Or no. You so, so some of these you just we were at a concert. You, no, you've looked at them since. No, no, no. I just Not the next one coming up is Dune, and I was like, oh, Dune won a lot. Yeah. Best achievement in visual effects did go to Dune, in fact, which I assume we both had. Uh, achievement in music written for this is original song. Mm-hmm. What did we pick? We picked Encanto. Both of us? Yes. Oh, that was so stupid. That was dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Went to Billie Eilish. Oh, okay. Who knew? Yeah. I actually really liked that song. I thought it was a solid Bond theme. Okay. Way better than the one for Spectre, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, original score went to Hans Zimmer, which I did not have. My boy Johnny Greenwood missed out. But did you pick Hans? Dune? Yeah. Yeah. We're even again. Hairstyle and makeup, Tammy Faye. Damn it. Would you pick Coming to America? Gucci. Gucci. Nobody wanted Jared Leto. Yeah. Up in there. Best sound went to Dune. I think we both nailed that. Yep. Okay. Costume design. What'd you pick? I had Nightmare Alley. I had Cruella, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Which one? Damn it. Killed it. Hit by two. Uh, achievement in production design went to Dune. Which I think I got wrong. I probably picked Nightmare Alley. Or Both of us were wrong. I had Macbeth. And I picked Nightmare Alley? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it went to Dune. Should have known it was just going to clean up and all the technicals, including editing. Which yeah. I think we both probably fucked oh, up. I had Don't Look Up and you had Power of the Dog. Which we both fucked up. Because mm-hmm. it went to Dune. Great. Okay. Cinematography also went to Dune. And I hate... Greg Frazier. We both had Power of the Dog. Uh, yeah, still argue best looking movie of last year, but you know, what do I know? Mm-hmm. Adapt a lot of desert in Dune. Mm-hmm. Not saying it didn't look pretty, but a lot of samey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who had adapted not, screenplay? Not, not as dynamic as I might like. <laughs> not as dynamic as, say, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Not as dynamic as, say, Dune 1983. <laughs> Anyways. Uh,. Where are we at? Screenplay? Adapted screenplay. Yes. Adapted screenplay went to Coda. So I believe I got this wrong. So did I. Yeah. 
You're still a hit by one. So now we're going to best director. Original screenplay. Oh, original screenplay. Yes. Oh, I got it right here. Okay. What'd you pick? I had Don't Look Up. Okay. And I think I probably went with the worst person in the world. Mm-hmm. And it went to Belfast, which you were spreading around some Belfast love, I remember. So you could have you could have cleaned up there, but yeah, that was my one. I remember we were talking about that, and I was like, "No," and I went with "Don't Look Up." Okay. Achievement in directing? Yes. Who'd you pick? IPTA. In directing? Yeah. Okay. I went to Jane Campion. You're hit by two now. Yeah, I sure am. Uh, best supporting actress. Ariana DeBose crushed it. Still haven't seen West Side Story. I've listened to her on Mark Baron. Okay. Seems like a very lovely girl. Well, maybe we should watch that movie yeah. at some point. Supporting actor went to Troy Kotzer. Did we both nail that? Yeah. Okay. I'm only, you're only ahead by two now. Okay. Actress in a leading role. What did you pick? Who did you pick? I had uh, Kristen Stewart for Spencer. And I had the eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, I got it. Yeah, you did. Oh, I couldn't remember. I yeah, my three. That was my wild card. But here you go. Uh, yeah, best actor. We both nailed that one. Yep, crushed it. And best motion picture. I got a big fat goose egg here. I put all my cards on Power of the Dog, and it did not happen. What did you pick? Don't look up. Yeah, I still baffling pick to me, but apparently Coda, a bit of a baffling pick to some people as well. Yeah. By all accounts, a very lovely film that I have still not seen. That's what I've heard. It is available on Apple. Yes, it is. I'm currently using Apple to watch a little show called Severance, which is amazing. I need to start that. I've already watched both uh, seasons of Ted Lasso, so I need to... Also want to start Pachinko, which I hear is quite good. Oh, yeah, that looks going to be really good. So, uh, this was the closest we've been. Last year and the year before, you were like miles ahead. This one, I was only behind three. So, I feel like either my picking's getting better or the Academy's listening to this and they're like, we got to. I gotta help this guy out. Like he's just oh clearly his brother's kicking his ass every year with his yeah. predictions. But you know, a valiant effort. Yeah. Once again, on your mm-hmm. part. Um. Yeah. Dude, six minutes crushed it. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing else to talk about. Nothing really. about the Oscars. No. Nothing else to talk about. Nothing at all. Do you want to explain to people why we're going to be talking about what we're talking about? Um. With the big conglomerate, do you want to explain our our conversation afterwards as to why? Because we or did you cut it out of the last episode and I didn't know? I have no idea. I'm so lost. The two buys. What about them? Like we did this whole thing at the end of the last episode, we were going to talk about the late William Hurt. Oh, do we want to talk about why we're not doing that? We don't have to Is talk about why. We just need to explain, like, yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, we're not doing it. <laughs> you know. And maybe we should walk back some of the things we said. Um, after deep diving a little bit, we were... I don't think we said anything that I feel like needs to be retracted. Okay. I just, we, upon further research, a, a tribute to William Hurt seemed questionable. Right. Given the fact that I was reminded in some aspects that not, maybe not the greatest dude. 
Um, Certainly had his demons, I'm sure. Yes, and I would encourage, yeah, if you're very upset that we're not doing our Body Heat, Dark City pairing, um, yeah. Take a look in the mirror for a little while. Or take a look at Wikipedia and uh, see why I thought it was a little complicated to particularly talk about Body Heat, which we still want to do. We can save it for the as like, a summer of sexual right. seduction. It's one of the like but. Dark City would not be something to champion amidst all that other stuff. But Body Heat, I feel like you can throw and into Dark City can come in at some other point. Yeah, but a do, movie I would still like to cover. Right, but yeah, um, couching it as like a tribute to William Hurt just feels weird because yeah, right. Go go just go take a gander if you want to. Yeah. Okay, so we're not doing that, and as a result, we were, we were like, let's uh. Let's uh, talk about the bat. Yeah. We're, you know, in true Archive fashion. Wolves. The new one came out a couple, several weeks ago at it's this point. about to start streaming. Box office sensation. It's yes. about to be on HBO Max for anybody that didn't feel like going to the theater. But so are we going to do, are we going to do any kind of spoilers or do we want to like, when we reference the Batman, are we going to try and keep it a little spoiler free knowing that like, I mean, we we can dance around it as much as is appropriate, but I think it's fair enough to say full on spoilers for okay all of this. But and if you haven't seen 1989's Batman or Batman Begins, then why are you even listening to this episode? I mean, obviously, did you think just, we were going to talk about the Oscars and our Oscar picks? I mean, we already did that. It took us six minutes. Nothing yeah. else to talk about the Oscars. Literally, nothing went off without a hitch. Yeah, from what I saw, we went to a, a Bob Dylan concert. We that we did Sunday evening. Yes. No, not 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 my greatest concert experience. I enjoyed I enjoyed it. Certainly better you, than the township. You um, grinned and bore it. Grit and bore, yeah, bore, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just you had to grin my, and bear it, so you grinned and bored it. I just closed my eyes to pretend that Joe Strummer had come so back for the night. So when you initially said that that night, I was like, "What the what the hell are you talking about? Like literally, what are you talking about?" And then. I'm at work the other day, and London Calling is on the radio, and I forget where he hits it, but I finally heard what you're talking about, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I totally get it. <laughs> he, definitely, <laughs> he definitely sounds like, like Joe Strummer. More like, and now. to me, more late period, because if you No, listen, I agree, the solo stuff. Well, I see what, I 100% yeah, see Him and the Mescalero. So it was nice to be like, I know that's old man Bob Dylan up there doing his thing. And, like, the band sounds good, you know, other than the people talking behind us, everything was all right. But Yeah, as soon as we moved over away from that. Yes. Yeah. I kept better. thinking, like, these motherfuckers better not follow us. Like, well, we can look at a, we can get a better look, too. Like, I will move back to where I was sitting just right. to prove a point. Oh, man. Yeah. Crowds suck. But yeah. I had a great time. It was, it was definitely in the top two of the four times I've seen. Also, shout out to mom for getting like seats one, two, and three. Because, I mean, think about those poor bastards that sat like, you know, 10, 20, whatever, however long. I mean, that, that row looked like it went for a while. And it's like you got to get up in front of everybody and walk and all that. So it's a lot. Yeah. But of course, we didn't move the entire time. Yeah. But everybody around us, I, again, no opener. And you know, the man is only going to play for an hour and a half. Right. But these people were just up and down. The whole time, I'm like, it's like a bunch of little kids, dude. It's like, can you sit still and look at the thing that's on stage? Right. The thing you paid clearly a lot of money for. Mm-hmm. If you're wanting to sit in these, like, the rows ahead of us. Exactly. That yeah. was my thing. 
Anyways. And I heard people talking about, like, cell phones and, like, why you had to turn them off and all that. And I wanted to be like... So you uh, pay attention. Well, no, my th- I wanted to be like, um, you're lucky that it's not in a, a locked device. Because I saw Dave Chappelle in, in Columbia at the township. And your phone was definitely going in a locked device. That's what was taking everybody forever to get in and get seated. Because you had to lock your phone up in a thing. He did that when he was at the Performing Arts Center yeah. where we just saw Bob Dylan as well. Same thing. Uh, I could, I, I would enjoy it. Like, I, I like that idea. Like, yeah. just, you're here for this, you know. And if you got to go to your phone, I mean, you know, I know Mom take, took her phone out a couple times when we saw the Mavericks and whatnot. She just wanted to, like, enjoy it. She wanted her own thing. But I'm like, you're so far back and, like, the stage is so late. You're not going to see anything. Yeah. It's not like you have a, a red camera in there that's going to be able to pick out anything. But, right. you know, to each his own. But yeah, totally need to like be there in the moment. Because even if it's not, you know, what you really would, you know, you're not there for like, oh my God, it's Bob Dylan. You can still close your eyes and pretend Joel Schrammer's come back from the dead. And it's like, look, he's back. Well, that's how Gavin got through the yeah. show anyways. Uh, I loved it. It was great. Came home and uh, decided I'm going to throw on the Oscars. Yeah. Veronica's already upstairs and I'm like, all right, you know, I can rewind. Turns out, can't rewind. I thought I had the cable set up where I could, you know, I had it on the whole time. I Mm -hmm. thought, oh, it'll let me backtrack a little bit. No luck. So I'm like, all right. I hop on IMDb. I start looking up who's won so far. And I'm like, I'll watch the last, like, hour. What turned out to be the last hour and 45 minutes. But, uh, yeah. So I, just as I'm getting home, I'm looking at some of the winners. I'm like, I'm okay with most of it. Not, like, super surprised by a lot of it. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, Chris Rock's presenting an award. I should turn the volume up. And I saw it live. Oh. You and I did not talk about this, but I saw it live. And now we're going to talk about it, obviously. Yeah. We're we're just fucking around. We're not, you know. Something else happened is what you're telling me. Something else did happen. Because I don't know what you're talking about. I I didn't watch it live. What's happening? happening? (laughs) Okay. Yes. Please play dog. Okay. Played up for the sake of the podcast. So I was watching it live, mm-hmm. and I see, I see him come out. I hear him make the joke. I laugh. I see Will Smith laugh, and then the sound cuts out completely. Okay, what? what? He go. You see Will Smith walk up on stage, and I'm like, Holy Oh, okay, shit. okay. It's just a joke, but okay. Oh, <laughs> you don't. You're kidding me with the reaction. <laughs> um. I see him go up and I'm like, oh, okay, it's like a joke bit, but I'm like, but why is the sound out or whatever? And then he sits back down and I see him mouth the words. Yeah. <laughs> Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And I was like, oh, I think this might be real. Like, <laughs> oh shit. So I run upstairs to try and describe to Veronica what I just saw. And she is basically just like, what is, what is G.I. Jane? <laughs> well, so I, I, I like, Jane is a low key way to call a woman a lesbian in the nineties. I didn't even I wasn't even going there with it, but anyways, I so I have to explain to her. I'm trying to explain the context for it. Meanwhile, I'm like, okay, I got to go to Twitter. Like somebody's got to have it. And sure enough, within like five minutes, somebody from like I'm sure it was quicker than that. Oh yeah, gotta be the. Somebody from the Italian broadcast had it up first. And it was like, it went out uncensored over here. Like, mm-hmm. check this shit out. <laughs> and I saw the whole exchange and I was like, oh, fuck. So I showed it to Veronica and I'm like, 
he's about to win Best Actor. Like, we all know he's about to win Best Actor. So I was like, basically, sit down, baby, because <laughs> this you know how I love cringy stuff? This is about to be the most cringe-inducing thing ever. This is like the why. I literally was like, I've been watching the Oscars for like 25 years. This is the wildest shit I have ever seen. Well, you know, we miss ever. some we miss some stuff too. I mean, throughout the history, for yeah. sure. In my time of watching, right. though, in 25 years, this is the wildest shit that's Are ever gone sh- down in a live th- broadcast. Okay. Where does it rank next to like La La? Oh, wait a minute, Moonlight. This eclipses that totally, 100. Okay. percent But that's like number two. Okay. That, <laughs> no, that's what the question I was asking. Where does that fall in my lifetime? Yeah, that's number two. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Absolutely. Other than, I guess, some people would probably also say Crash winning um, <laughs> is one of those like shocking in a bad way kind of things. But at the time, I was, you know, you were all on board with that one, weren't you? I mean, but I also loved Brokeback, so I, I, like at the time as well. But to me, I remember thinking in my dumb thirteen-year-old film brain, "Well, Crash is the better movie, though." Clearly, it's the one that's going to stand the test of time. And, uh, and we're still talking about it today, no? 100%. <laughs> yeah. It's totally the one that I watch at least once a year, not Brokeback Mountain, right. which I actually probably watch more like twice a year because it's a fucking masterpiece. Anyways. Um, yeah. So you're telling me he got up and he... Dude, okay, drop the fucking pretense. You've seen... You've, We've yeah. been living in it for a couple of days yeah, now. Yeah, and it's so weird to be living so, in it, man. It's like, that's what we're talking about right now? It's I crazy. Mean, I could say that about a lot of things. Right. For sure. But it's like, these are two, like, millionaires. Yeah. Like, let them figure it out. Like, you know what I do every day? And I'm not trying to, like, downplay it and say that it doesn't matter to me. I don't care about it. I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't need to speak on it as much as some people think to do. It is funny to me to watch all these people to come out like on either side of it. And I love, I love that OJ and Mr. Alec Baldwin are both completely against violence. I think it's the, the best thing. I've I, heard okay. So I had not heard, I had not heard the Alec Baldwin or oh, the yeah. OJ response yet. You'll mm-hmm. have to enlighten me on those. I did want to discuss with you the Jim Carrey response. I didn't even know. Which I, was very interesting. Where do you want to go first? I want to hear about OJ. What the fuck did OJ say? He just said, you know, he should be, you know, that's uncalled for. Violence is not the answer. He ought to, like, do whatever. Same thing with Alec Baldwin. It's like, both of you have, well, one of you has killed someone that we know of. The other one, we we pretty much, we think you did with Beyond All Shadow of a Doubt, but we couldn't prove it in court. Oh, excuse me. I was. I thought you were. I thought the statement was reversed <laughs> for a second. I was like, "We know one of you definitely killed someone." Yes, Alec Baldwin. He killed well, someone. Yeah, yes. yes, but he didn't mean to. It was an accident, but he did, and okay. we all know it. Like OJ, but I was, there's but, still that shadow of a doubt. Really? Are we really playing that game? I like, don't know. how many years later, he definitely killed two people. Yeah, for sure that we know of. Mm-hmm. He definitely did that shit. And what we've learned from this, though, is that time in prison has changed him, and he understands violence is not that the answer. Is hysterical. <laughs> so Alec Baldwin said the same thing. Essentially, who yeah. the fuck asked Alec Baldwin to speak on anything for the rest of time? Yeah, like seriously. I think he just said it. You know. But that's okay. my that's the thing I want to talk about the phenomenon of people like coming out against this whole re- thing and people re- just like you know going off on them like oh yeah you said this back in the day like what does it matter to you like 
That's why I was worried to say something. Like they like what's her face? Um, Catwoman. She made the Which, comment about like. Oh you know, yeah, what happened with Zoe? Dude, there's been so many yes. that I haven't able to get. What did is, what is Zoe Kravitz get in trouble for? Because I was hearing a little bit about this earlier today. They were like, she basically said like, well, I'm back here at the Oscars where apparently we slap people or whatever, whatever. Right. And the Twitter and the internet decided that they needed to dig up the time that she spoke about being on set or hanging around with Jaden Smith and being like, oh wow, you're like really young. I got to watch what I say around you and like how uh-huh. I approach you, you know. And she was, you know, everything on her end was positive, like, but people took the, I got to watch how I talk to you as like, she's a predator. And like, remember the time you said this about, you know, about Smith's kid? kid? like okay. what the hell lady, why do you, you know, why don't you keep your mouth shut? And it just seems like anytime anybody came out and was like, no, this is wrong. The internet was like, here's why you're wrong. Let here's me, why, or here's why you have no leg to stand on. Like, basically. here's why you shouldn't have said anything. Or did you see that? basically that exact same thing play out with Jim Carrey, which I thought was interesting. No, I see. I pulled that so, up because I was going to tell you this, you know what I do every day when I get to work, I pull up the headlines on what's going on in Ukraine. And of course, Monday it was nothing but that. Right. And I saw the thing about Jim Carrey, but I didn't get a chance to actually read what the whole article was about. I just assume it was the same thing. He they said just, something and people were they like, just interviewed him on extra or whatever. And he was just like, I was appalled. Like it's a mark on the Academy, blah, blah, blah. And, he capped it off by saying they were like, well, you know, Chris Rock has chosen not to, you know, proceed with any kind of legal action or press charges. And he was like, oh, I would have released a statement Monday morning that I'm suing Will for $200 million, like without a doubt, like if that had been me basically. And just, yeah, very self-righteous about the whole thing and like putting down the Hollywood of it all. Okay. Very Canadian. And now he said he thinks it was a huge mark on, on the Academy Awards. And it be Twitter and the internet. They're vicious, man. Yeah. And they just, they were right there with it. And they were like, um, what about the time you sexually assaulted Alicia Silverstone and Will Smith in the same award ceremony at the MTV Movie Awards back in 1997? Roll clip. And I was like, I remember this. And it's the way that things are reframed through time. But it's like, yeah, he won for the cable guy. And he goes up there. And he just straight up starts making out with Alicia Silverstone. Very similar to the Adrian Brody, Halle Berry thing. But this one is so much, this one is even more clear that Alicia Silverstone is like, stop. Like, this is like, I'm not cool with this. Like, Mm -hmm. this isn't a funny bit to me anymore. Right. And yeah, and he does it and plays it off. It's just like, that's the lead into his speech as I'm doing that. And then the same night, I'm sure you remember this. It's, he tries to, do the same thing to Will and they're like fighting each other off with the, like the force kiss and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, again, both presumably completely unplanned bits where you didn't get the consent of the other person and you're invading their personal space and like all of this other stuff. Okay. And, but they were just right there with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly what you're saying where it's just like, yeah, the court of public opinion has, is having it out on it. But I feel like a lot of people are definitely like, okay, celebrities, like, don't get self-righteous here because just remember, you're all pieces of shit, kind of, at the end of the day. Except for, like, Tiffany Haddish. I can get behind her any day. Did you, have you watch any of the stuff with her? No. Because she was, like, she was coming down on the side of, like, you know, I like that, you know, you know, that's a man sticking up for his wife, blah, blah, blah. And she said, all I know is she better take care of business for him when he get home, you know. And she, she was just, she didn't give a shit. She was just saying... 
because they were trying to ask like well, as a comedian is issues like i mean it ain't got nothing to do with me it ain't my business i'm not going to assert myself in the bit because one of the presenter one of the interview girls like you have to give me the dish on like what happens if there's anything happens and she's like Psh, that ain't my business i ain't getting involved with that as she's like going into whatever party she looked you know she looked she's going on about how everything was like dolce and cabana and whatnot she was like totally not bringing any of this attention and it's so funny to watch these people like oh you know i have to ask and it's like you don't but your boss is gonna like you know have an aneurysm if you don't because that's all you want to talk about right there because like preach jacobs he was posting stuff all night long on instagram like my favorite one he's got hands like this and it just says fresh prince mm-hmm. you know and he brought up the point it's like it really sad that like it took away from quest love and then winning that I documentary. mean, it arguably took away from literally everything else that happened that night right. everybody that won mm-hmm. including like Coda winning best picture, which again, I had so many people the next day that were asking me like, oh yeah, what won best picture? And I'm like, exactly. Right. <laughs> it was like, I was like, if that had, if the slap had not happened, right. Coda winning still would have been like, people would have been like, what's Coda? Mm-hmm. What's Coda? <laughs> like, I have to watch that now. Mm-hmm. But this like even more obscures that. But yeah, it, particularly the Summer of Soul win that it was right on the back of. And then like Chris rock, who's still flustered in the moment makes like a, another offhanded joke that kind of also demeans summer of soul where he's like quest loving for white guys, like that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And so it was just, that sucked. And then the, I, I mean, okay. You said we don't have to speak on it. I'm throwing in my two cents or whatever. We, we both collectively, we love Will Smith. Yeah. Since childhood, essentially, I w- I was so amped for him to win this Oscar. Yeah, I was so excited for it. And within the span of like that happening, me going and watching the clip, I was just like, "Dude, this is gonna be so." I was like, but in my head, I'm like, "All right, that was wild. Like, he definitely like probably should have dealt with that backstage. Like, that did not need to go down the way it did. This made everything extremely awkward. Kind of put a pall over everything." But I'm like, but he can salvage it. I'm like, dude, he's the charisma king. If he comes out in this acceptance speech and he just opens right up with like, look, sorry, I got a little heated there. That was out of line. That was not appropriate. I want to take the, like, if he had apologized to him from the top, but to do the entire speech and try and reframe it as this whole, like, I'm still kind of in character as Richard Williams and I'm a protector of of women. I'm a protector of my family and this like trying to tie in a religious angle to it. All of it just felt so like I'm sitting there going, dude, you had 45 minutes to decide what was going to be your response. Basically how you were going to salvage the night. And they let you sit there and figure it out basically. And that's what you came up with. Would you, would you wish him? I mean, I wish he would have doubled down and keep my wife's name out your mouth. Like that, walk it off. That, that's all I would say. Thank you to the Academy. Sorry, I got out of line, but keep my wife's name out your mouth and do. I think we have very differing opinions. Well, okay, on so riddle me this, Batman. You have yeah. this guy who has given, I will say, other performances besides this that I would have, that I think he. I don't know if he could have won for anything besides this, but we all know he's a great actor, Mister Mister Hundred Thousand Hundred Million Dollar Summer, all that stuff. And six years ago, 
the guy that he slapped on stage made a joke about like, <laughs> you guys are boycotting. You weren't even invited here, you know? Right. After that. And then that guy made a documentary about black women's hair and what it means right. to them and their identity and stuff. Right. And here and there throughout, you know, he's worked with Will Smith's wife. Cause I'm not going to say her name. I'm keeping her name out of my mouth. Um, he's worked with her and they're kind of friends. And at whatever reason, whether it was his decision, whether it was written on a teleprompter, that joke gets made. And that's coming off a week or more of everybody making jokes about him, about his wife and his marriage, how she stepped out for whatever reason and all this other shit. So when I saw that happen, I instantly said, oh, that's just a dude who's like letting it be known to everybody. Like I'm done. Don't ask me about my relationship. Don't ask me about my wife. Don't ask me about my family. The la- this, this, this was the only place to me that he could pretty much make a statement of don't fuck with me anymore about it. I get that I'm a celebrity and I have issues with my marriage, but I, I had, I don't anymore. We're together. She's my wife. We have our children. We're moving forward. And because like, well, I think one of them, uh, Rebel Wilson had made a comment about like, you know, his best performance was not warm, you know, was being cool with all of his wife's boyfriends. Mm-hmm. And he'd been, you know, joke after joke after joke made question after question after question asked. And it's like, you know, somebody that you probably think is funny, somebody that you probably think is a good friend of yours. And yeah, he was laughing at the joke. Yeah. He comes out and is like, boom. And he looks across the table and realizes like, the woman he's here with that he's gone through all this with there's a choice in that moment of I can keep laughing and my marriage could possibly be over after tonight or I can get up and do something and react the way I want to react and he reacted the way he wanted to react it's perfectly fine I mean it's like Chris Rock can say whatever the hell he wants he had to deal with the consequences same thing with Will Smith he did what he wanted to do he's gonna have to deal with the consequences do which, I think they should take his presu- Oscar back? which presumably has been absolutely nothing. Exactly. They're not taking that man's Oscar. You're not going to take his Oscar away. I'm not arguing they should take his Oscar away. I expect. I some, love that they're I saying like we should. It's along like along the no. lines of where I'm like, I, I assume there's probably some sort of SAG fines for striking another member of SAG. Like you pro- that probably is in the bylaws somewhere where you right. got to pay a fine or go- attend some sort of course or like you know. Right. I'm sure that's in there. But if he's not pressing charges, and it is what it is. Again, I think at the end of the day, it'll be settled on the court of public opinion. I wish he had not done it because mm-hmm. it did make me think a little bit less of him where I'm always like, dude, he's always the coolest guy. I see what you're, I see what you're saying, and I 100% agree with it, but I'm also like the, uh, the other way to silence the critics, if you will, is to just have the vindication of the best actor win and in your speech basically say, like, I've had to deal with a lot of stuff. And you could even reference it at that point and be like, and I just want to say I love my wife and her beautiful bald head or whatever mm-hmm. or, you know, make light of it and like be above it. But what what killed me in that moment is I'm like, that's my dude I've rooted for, even though the last 10 years, honestly, has been a little bit whatever for me because I haven't really dug his output. He seems like he's become more consumed and concerned with being a social media presence. And that's part of her whole red table talk thing Mm -hmm. and them living like this ultra public life, which is part of where I'm like, 
you're saying like yes chris rock has to deal with the consequences of of what he said and i'm like yes okay and i guess now those consequences are open to being slapped in the face by the person which could happen in any sort of setting it's just wild of course that it happened on a live broadcast on a live broadcast and again just the reason we're still talking about it the reason everybody's still talking about it we're talking about one of like the 10 most famous people in our lifetime. Yes. Will Smith is easily one of the most recognizable famous capital M movie stars left mm-hmm. on the planet. It's like him, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks. I don't even think Hanks is a blockbuster guy anymore. Mm. I don't think so. Recognizable though. Yes, a name brand, but I'm talking and and Will Smith. You're talking box movie star. You, you're talking movie star, not an actor. Movie star. I'm talking yes, about there's like five movie stars. stars. There's five yeah, movie stars. There's only a right. handful of them left. Yes, and like Will Smith is one of them. Right. Yeah, it just it bummed me out because I'm like, dude, this is supposed to be your fucking moment, and I'm like, and now this is all it's gonna be fucking remembered for, and like they may not have you back. You're definitely never gonna be nominated again. Like, but you got it, so fuck them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. But no, the whole like we're gonna take his Oscar back. I, that shit is wild to me because I'm like, you can guys, take Polanski's back too, then motherfucker. Take like, all, do it. all the all the Weinstein Best Picture mm-hmm. ones back. Are you gonna take those back? Are you gonna take all the Woodies back as well? Now, did you now like in any of this? Have you read any of the articles about like other crazy Oscar shit that we may we we didn't know about? I mean, enlighten me. Other than, like, the streaker. I mean, if you saw the streaker live when it happened and you were seeing nudity well, on television, that that could have been pretty wild. This is, like, stuff this, you don't that's know. That's, like, 70s, I think. So, you remember, have you heard about, like, the whole Brando thing with the Native American woman? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the clip. Do you know what was going on behind the scenes? I, I don't like know. Seven security guards were holding John Wayne back from trying to come oh, and, yeah, like, yeah, physically yeah, yeah. remove her from the stage. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. It's wild, man. Who was probably, like... You know, six or seven whiskeys deep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gut full of red meat. Mm-hmm. Rearing for a fight. I did. <laughs> Looking for a Native American to <laughs> yes. smite. Yes, basically. Yeah, it I sounds do like think John Wayne. this is what I'm going to start doing from now on because I, I was I got on this kick the other day and I was like I was watching a bunch of Don Rickles stuff and I fell upon like the roast of people that Dean Martin did and it was like they're roasting Dean Martin but the way that. John Wayne ended his his toast to him was like, you know, here's to you, man. May you live forever, and may the last voice you hear be mine. And I was like, dude, that is some dope ass shit. I'm gonna start doing that anytime somebody wants a toast. You know, love you, man. Hope you live forever, and I hope the last last voice you ever hear is mine. Here's to you, pilgrim. Like I, that's that's from now on. Don't ask me to do a toast because that's what I'm gonna end with. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So. The point of that story is to prove to you that you can still find some redeeming value in people who are, quote unquote, you know, misogynistic, nationalistic, maybe a little bit too, you know, us versus them old school, a little bit too problematic these days, which is why I feel like in 10 years, you know, maybe we're still talking about the slap at the Oscars, but maybe we're talking about, you know, the one that happens in 2028 when we're all just sitting down to watch what happens. The next thing you know, it's a whole Red Dawn thing and the Koreans and the Russians are like, you know, coming into California. And we got three years with no Oscars because we, you know, we have to fight in the war. And finally, you know, 2034 comes around. It's like, remember that time when Will Smith slapped it? What? He did this? Because, you know, he's going to go on to lead us in the Korean-Russian war that's going to happen in five to six years. 
Okay. He'll be our number one general. You know, with the, you know, with our enemy strategically taking out all of the, you know, active, you know, military command, we're going to turn to people like him, Captain Stephen Hiller, you know? Okay. Yeah. We're not going to go quietly into the night. We're all not going right. to vanish without a fight, no one. Okay. Yeah. Um, look, man, end of the day, that shit happened. That shit was wild. It couldn't have happened any other way. Everybody what? made their choices. Everybody did what they wanted to do. I mean, it could have happened a lot of other ways. <laughs> yeah, it could have, but it didn't. Like, it was going to happen that way because that's what they chose to do, regardless. It doesn't, like... So, so yeah, I could say... <laughs> sorry. It's just such a weird statement. I'm like, that. then you could say that about literally everything. Exactly. Okay. You know what this is really an indictment of? Predestination. Is that what we're fucking talking about? Yeah, it makes us, yeah. It makes us question. Like, we see that, and we're not supposed to think, wait a minute, what? Because that doesn't happen all the time. So is that a glitch in the Matrix that we're living in? Or is that like, we're just just so shocked by it? I think that's the thing. Because I'm wondering, this is a real thing, man. This is what I want to talk about. I'm wondering if, like, years from now, we get it, we start misremembering, because of the fervor behind it now, we start misremembering things and it becomes one of those things that may get lost to time or it, five years from now, things get turned and it's like, well, no, he actually didn't say anything about his, his wife. He said this about so-and-so, but Will Smith just got up and did it anyway. Or it's like, no, that never happened. People don't remember that. Like people think, you know, how people think Sinbad was in a, a genie movie in the nineties, but he wasn't but that he sort was. of thing. It's like a weird Mandela effect thing. But he was, what, um, what was it? What was it called? Shazam. I don't remember it at all. We've watched. Kazam. But we haven't watched Shazam. No, Shazam. I don't remember that one at all. It was good. I don't think Simbad even remembers (laughs) it at all. I think he's come out and said he doesn't remember doing a genie movie in the 90s. Okay. Well, Noah, I just got to say, that's a wrap. We're done talking about it. Okay. That was the final word, I guess. Okay. There you go. Any other thoughts on the Oscars? My one joke was going to be, Will Smith's probably just still mad that they shafted Chadwick Boseman last year. That's all the reason that he just couldn't take it. So he slapped Chris Rock for it. Yeah. Yeah. That joke totally tracks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're done. We're really done. I guess so. I mean, the thing I thought was crazy was, (laughs) did you see his left hand? That was the thing that killed me. I was like, whoa. What? When he does it, his left hand comes up to his face. Like, he's expecting to get hit back. Like, he's like boxer Ali mode. Like, watch the clip again. His left hand winds up almost, like, up here protecting his the left side of his face. Because he's ready to, like, you know, for Rock to come back at him with something. It's wild. I'm like, that's the vibe. Like, this with the open hand slap, that's not that bad. Like, he could have closed fisted him and, like, really done some damage. But he didn't. He was just, you know, checking him. But I also think, like, what the hell happens if, like, he hits Rock right in the sweet spot, knocks him out, and he hits the floor, and it's like somebody forgets to cut or something like that. Like, that's the the, the lucky part about it. Because, like, think about what happens if some crazy shit like that happens. Who are they going to get to host? They going to make Will do the rest of the show? Like, what what are they going to do in that situation? Who knows? That shit's wild, man. Maybe we'll find out next year. Hopefully not. Violence is never the answer, Noah. 
I love, but you know, I love. Except you're totally down with him doing. Yeah, sure. I do. Listen, Noah, I love Dr. King, but violence might be necessary. Okay. okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. I would really love to know what Killer Mike and LP think about it, though. I would, too. Yeah. Actually, I wonder if he's been on Instagram. No, the the endless take cycle, dude, which I, as soon as I saw it, I was, as soon as I saw the original incident, I was like, oh, great. I was like, dude, this is people are going to be talking about this forever because it, it, it truly is it's the two sidesing of everything mm-hmm. and this is a perfect little microcosm for it because it's it's so easy to have two sides on it and then for people to on top of that bring in the cancel culture debate the you know um, oh comedians are going to be on the run like you can't say anything anymore like that that shit that aspect of it drives me up a wall the people over way overcompensating on the other side, the the Judd Apatow's were like, You could have killed him. <laughs> you could have killed Chris Rock. I'm like, calm calm down, dude. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I don't know. And the yes, and again the self righteous some of this very ultra self righteous celebrities just then getting like completely checked by the internet. Which again, that's the whole thing, is it's like because everybody has a little fucking avatar on the internet not everybody but a lot of people do i feel like everybody feels like they have to have a take on everything Mm -hmm. on literally everything and then in cases like this it's like yeah you're you're choosing a side on it but like oftentimes i'm like well yeah i quote unquote agree with like this side of it but not what these people on this side agree with kind of thing. You I mean, know it's, it's a perfect it's microcosm for what's happening that I think this is taking all the heat away from is the fact that you have a, a superpower invading another country right. and the people who are repelling that superpower and winning just so happen to be very closely related, like interwoven with like neo-Nazis and Nazis in general. A lot of that unit in Ukraine that's, kicking ass it's just a paramilitary group they don't technically belong to ukraine's military they could be bought if they if they wanted to um a lot of their imagery a lot of the stuff that they wear is taken from the nazis so it's like you yes you support ukraine but you kind of be like let's get this over with so these guys that are like a big deal right now for that country we can like deal with them so that we don't you know you agree with you can you can agree with what Russia says of well, you need to denazify Ukraine. Yeah, we should, but like you don't need to be the one to go in there and do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. And that's that's the only thing I thought the minute I read that. I was like, this is the thing because there's always something. When there's a big, 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 big story going on, there's always one thing from Hollywood or the film industry or media or something that's not relevant that is just, again, two millionaires, you know, whatever, that comes along that takes focus away from that. And I'm not saying we ought to be uber focused and we need to be hanging on every word of what's going on with that. But it's like, yes, this happened, but there is a very much more serious real threat to, to all of us, not just Chris Rock or Will Smith. Right. That you might want to like, that's great. Say what you want to say about it, but make sure you're on the phone with your representatives and letting them know what needs to be done. Calling your congressman, calling your state representatives, because you need to be paying attention to what's going on here. Because if it can happen there, it can happen anywhere. Mark my words. 
All right. He bought his ticket. He made his joke. Sorry. I say, let's end this fucking podcast. (laughs) 